Good morning, TPS students. It is testing week, and it's time to slay all day. Yeet! Stay woke, beyond fleek, and get that Gucci breakfast. Goals! Say bye, Felicia, to that testing stress. Weather's going to be turned, right, Chris? Yes! Toledo weather going to be V-lit during testing week. A hundo P chance of success. You've got this, kids. Steve, how about that traffic? Are we looking at Better than On this episode of the Commercial Break. I like it intimate. I show over the front door and my banana hammock. With a business card. And I said, have you seen my tripod? <laughs> I'd like to introduce my tripod of sales. <laughs> this is my left, my right, and my center tripod. Let me extend that for you, man. <laughs> the next episode of the commercial break starts now. The hard ones with the hard ones. Oh, yeah, Catherine. Welcome back to another episode of the commercial break. I'm Brian Green. This is my dear friend and beautiful co host, Kristen Joy Hoadley. Best to you, Chris. Hi, best to you, Brian. Best to you out there in the podcast universe. Another episode of the commercial break, you see? Okay, okay? <laughs> I love that. Who is that? Uh, I think it's Groucho Marx. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you see? I think, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm picturing like a who black stole, and white. Who stole first? Who stole second? <laughs> you see? You yeah, see? you see? You see? I'm going to put a bullet in his head. You see? That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to fill him full of lead gravy. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> He'll be eating metal meatloaf for the rest of his life. You see? <laughs> you never cross Groucho Marx. Actually, I think Groucho Marx was a comedian. <laughs> I'm not so sure that's correct. I don't know, but I'm picturing Who is it. that? Yeah. We'll yeah, have, we'll yeah. Sure that. Like, like a cigar yeah. in his mouth. Yeah. Yeah. It's like how everybody talked back then with a faint British accent and really weird. Like, hey, ah, you see? <laughs> you see? <laughs> it's just like I watched so many of those old videos that go around the internet and then on the internet archive i watch so many old videos from the 40s 50s and 60s and you can see how american culture has changed sure. by i mean obviously but you know i'm not yeah <laughs> sorry to Still talk so same. sorry to dumb down the entire audience yeah but you can also see it's how changed how yeah what what say what you see they're using cell phones i don't even know what that is a cell phone it's in your body, you see? You pick up your hand and you call them like this. Um, and I, I just, you know, you can see the vernacular, hear the vernacular change. And slowly but surely, all these actors, they lose that faint British accent that they have, like this colonial accent that they have. It's true. It slowly goes away mm, over true. time. And uh, and the technology gets better. You can also see, actually see stuff. You know, they take those old videos mm -hmm. and they make them from... 2D or whatever was going on back then into 4K. Yes. And yes. they look amazing. They but do. I want to know what that process is. I know. What is the process? It's AI. It's a, <laughs> shit, man. Chat GPT coming to take the commercial break away from you. <laughs> um, but, but I've started going through some old pictures, actually, that my dad brought over in some boxes. And How old? Uh, 76, like, I mean, 70 years old. So oh, from the 50s. 70 years old? Yes. So from the 1950s, my grandmother had created wow. this whole scrapbook of pictures and letters and all kinds of things a high school girl would put in the 50s into a scrapbook. I'm going to create a scrapbook and put it on the Instagram, <laughs> you see? <laughs> so it's a tedious process, though, for me to try and document oh, yeah. this. I have to use three different apps, one for photos, one for documents, and one to just do the whole page. Isn't there because, a service where you can just send away for that shit? Yeah, but I'm not sending this away. It's too delicate, and it's like uh, it's family stuff, so I'm just going to do it myself. But isn't this that the whole point of these services, is yeah. that they protect your stuff and make sure that yeah, it's handled Yeah, but this is a scrapbook that's oh, like okay. disintegrating. Oh, is it? <laughs> it was on paper. Oh, really? Yeah, and it's a 75-year-old uh, paper now. So now so. you use this app, and then you just scan everything. Everything in? Yep, you can scan it all in. Photo Mize or Mine. Photo is the Mine, one, and it's really cool because it changes black and white photos to color. Yeah, and how cool is that? Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, that's really cool. I've seen some of those like the colorized World War II videos yeah. where they colorized them. It's quite frankly unbelievable how they get that stuff right based on black yeah. and white photographs. But I guess I mean I guess you don't really know man. if it's right, like. I guess my grandmother was yeah, wearing well, a blue sweater. Who would know sweater. the difference? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> she was no wearing a blue difference. sweater. <laughs> you know, like 10 years ago, 
my dad got this video. My dad was like an early adopter for all technology. Yes. He had the original Apple computer. My dad too. He had the original yeah. internet, which was hook a phone up oh, yeah. on one end and then hook a phone up on the, he, what he would do <laughs> is he took a phone up at the, at the house to the Mac, right? Or to the Apple. And then he would hook a phone up to the computer. <laughs> I'm picturing weird science. It's totally it's a, yeah. weird science. He didn't create Kelly LeBrock for you though, did he? No, I wish he had created Kelly LeBrock. <laughs> My dad was wasn't even. Love, I was in love with her even as a young girl. I was like, "That's the that nude scene, the the boob most scene, beautiful, yes. attainable woman." Yeah, the boob scene in <laughs> Weird Science is quite frankly. Well, she shows up in the skimpy bikini. I know, yeah. but then she gets in the shower, That's and you're right, like, shower, "Holy yeah. fucking shit!" Now those Weird are a pair of boobies. Yeah. yeah, every kid that's my age, no longer a kid. Now we're in, you know, on the we're in the. We call this the second <laughs> half. This is the back nine right here. It's the second half of the play. <laughs> but every boy that w- even, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people that are young have seen Weird Science. Yeah. And we're all masturbating over Kelly LeBrock because <laughs> she really was one of the most beautiful uh, women. Mm-hmm. But then, you, you know, then again, you didn't have that many choices when you were, when it was, you know, 1982. You could either see girls on movies see them in JCPenney catalogs, or see them in real life. And of course, we had no chance with any women in real life. So <laughs> right. We would just look at the JCPenney catalog and weird science over and over again. But in the my, but my dad was like this early adopter of technology. So he had one of those huge VCR cameras. You know what I'm talking oh, yeah. about? The kind like literally seven to 10 pounds that where you would like put it on your shoulder. look like the news cameras now. Yes, the, <laughs> yes, exactly. The news cameras don't even look like that now. Now they're using their iPhone to record everything. Yes. So they, he had one of these clunky, bulky fucking things that he held on his shoulders. That you put a tape into? Put a tape yep. into, and then, you know, one of those Maxwell tapes, and then it would record. So, we took a cross-country trip as a family. We got in this conversion van, this huge van, where you got the lay-down bed in the back, and the two captain's chairs in the middle, <laughs> and the two captain's chairs up front. No seatbelts to be found. Like, everybody just yeah. rolling around oh, the yeah. back of the van, right? Right. And my dad took this clunky <laughs> Uh, video camera, and he recorded a lot of this trip. Well, it's been sitting in boxes for years and years. So Kevin, like 10 years ago, he says, hey, dad, why don't I take those? I'll send it off to one of those services. Mm -hmm. They can digitize all of this. And they ended up putting it on CD-ROM or whatever back 10 years ago, DVD. Yeah, we did that and got ours on a thumb drive. So, but yeah, yeah, we got to do something with it because now now I, it needs to be transferred yeah, from the no, CD to the thumb drive. I have a DVD of my wedding video, <laughs> yeah. and I don't. I nowhere is a DVD player right. to be found in right. my house, and I'm not going to go out and buy one, even though they're ten dollars at Walmart. So Kevin takes these and he digitizes them, and then one day we all get together and we're like, okay, let's have a few beers and we'll watch these old movies. Yeah, Snorefest. They're boring. They Snorefest. are so boring. Yeah. Besides the like the novelty <laughs> of seeing seen. yourself yeah. so young, there's nothing else interesting. I mean, I my know. dad was literally pointing. My dad did the same thing, and like he'd always be like, "Say hello," and yeah. so we're like, "Hey," <laughs> because no one had ever seen a camera before. We're all like, "Hey." And then as my dad's like walking through a crowd, people would be like, what's that? (laughs) Let him through. What's that? Let him through. The crowd parted. He's got a UFO in his hand. He's an alien. (laughs) (laughs) Quick, someone find a pay telephone. We got to call the police. And so you can see people reacting weirdly to this clunky video camera because it's not a very common thing at the time. Yes. But then the other thing that happens is my dad becomes Steven fucking Spielberg, <laughs> right? He's recording 45 <laughs> minutes of the Grand Canyon. Zoom in, zoom out, zoom in, zoom out. Uh, the Grand Canyon sits one mile across and one mile deep. You know, my dad's narrating it yeah. like Stephen fucking Attenborough. It's like, I dad, know. settle down. <laughs> we, you know, know what we need now? Now that we got to digitize, we need Final Cut Pro. And we'll turn that bad True. boy into a reel. <laughs> That's yep. it, just... Brian, Kevin, Danny, yeah. Patrick, Dad, Grand Canyon, talk to you later. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's it. exactly. There's nothing else to be said. In some ways, technology has hurt us, and in a lot of ways, I think it's helped us all. There's like this. Be more concise. Yeah, there's a, there's a concision more, to life now that yeah. there wasn't before. And, you know, I like island time as much as the next guy. You mm-hmm. know, I like a girl. I like to just hang out and take things slow when I'm on vacation. But otherwise, I don't have 13 hours to sit around and watch my dad film The Fisherman's Wharf in San Francisco. (laughs) All his boys are like, Dad, stop! Well, I'd be interested to see what all you filmed on the cruise. 
<laughs> oh, well, the cruise is a cruise. different story. I'm a <laughs> late yeah, night, late night cruising yeah. with your camera. For the kids. That's the name of the movie. <laughs> for the For kids. the children. <laughs> for those of you that are just jumping in on the commercial break, I've been on a couple of Disney cruises during the pandemic because uh, I didn't feel like standing in all the lines at Disney World. So we took them on a Disney cruise, which really, quite frankly, was a lovely cruise. And at night, after the kids went to bed, I took my camera, two different versions of the camera, I took it out to like take photographs and little videos of stuff around the boat so when they were older, they could remember. And people were getting creeped out by my midnight <laughs> rendezvous by myself, like filming stuff, like teenagers running around. There's a couple of teenagers got in the elevator. I was like, had my camera in my camera. <laughs> And uh, they pressed the seventh floor, but then as soon as they got in the elevator, we were we got on at the first floor. They pressed seven, and as soon as we they got into the elevator and the doors closed, they pressed two. Or <laughs> you like say hello? Yeah, I'm, hey, it's for the kids. <laughs> say hello. <laughs> Whatever, dude. Fuck off. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tell your parents I'm doing it for the children. <laughs> I got flat. like we were trying to get away from our parents, yeah. and now we just ran into another one. Yeah. My dad told me not to talk to people <laughs> like you. <laughs> Do me a favor. I want to get a couple shots of you guys running up and down the stairs. It's for the children. <laughs> Tell them Brian does it for the children. Uh, oh. Well, someday my my kids are going to have like you know little microchips implanted into their eyeballs and be able to blink and you know look back on yes. whatever moment in they're going to record all their lives and just be able to blink and look back on it. <clears throat> so the, my technology that I took <laughs> at the Disney Cruise will soon be outdated in some way, shape, or form. It they'll be like we are right, right. now, they're be looking say back at fast. Yeah. <laughs> there's Dad. Imagine your grandma filming the Disney yeah. boat. <laughs> That's imagine your grandma, right? <laughs> Imagine your grandma, like 1952. She's mm -hmm. taking all of these photographs that she just had. I don't even know what you did back then. How did you even get photographs made? There wasn't like a Kodak stand anywhere. I don't Remember know. Remember those things? Mm -hmm. What you kids don't realize is that in the 70s, 80s, and probably early 90s, 90s yeah. there were Kodak photo booths in every single parking lot in America. And they were the size, they were like five foot by five foot, the si size of a jail cell. And you would literally drop your photo, your re, your film negatives, yeah, yeah your, your film. film or your um your in, slides the, or the the instant cameras. Oh yeah, the instant you know, camera. You would take the whole camera mm -hmm. and you would give it to them, put it in a bag, and then they would say, "You come back in three days and it'll be ready." Or you had the one hour <laughs> photo places that were really expensive, like you know, fifty cents a photo. But can you imagine? Taking all of your photographs from your iPhone now and handing them to a stranger and telling no. them to look through them. There's a Seinfeld episode about that. Oh That's my funny. god! But yeah. also, too, do you remember like all the pictures you would get back? You're like, oh, it, yeah, they're just oh, be that's like awful. Picture of the floor. Picture of the floor. <laughs> extra bright <laughs> light. Yes. Right. Somebody's you, eyes you got are a really in red. Your nose. Yeah, someone's <laughs> eyes are really net red. In my case, a few booby pics that I had. You know. <laughs> I got a few looks at those one-hour photo places. I was going to say. They'd be like, people, oh, yeah, dude. The people developing them <laughs> knew what you were taking pictures of. Hey, man, I saw your girlfriend. It was awesome. <laughs> because that's the only way to do yeah, it. That's that the only was. way you had to do it. Yeah. yeah. I remember for years, I, I had this instant camera, and I took some photographs. And then one afternoon, I was with a girl that I was dating, and she was like, let's take some photos, right? Okay, so I took some photos. And then I give him to the photo. Eventually, I get him to the photo place. And the guy gives me a look. You know, he's like, yeah, dude, thanks. He's probably making three copies <laughs> right, of it. Of right, course. of course. he did. <laughs> of course. He made three copies of it because that's what he can do. And then what, yes. can, I, and what can I say about it? Like, you I'll never know. know. Yeah, I'll never know. I'll never know. Uh, but then I stuffed those in like a little box. And then I moved from place to place to place to place. And I'll never forget that my first wife was organizing the house in some way shape or home f form and i get home from work and she is just on fucking fire she's like <laughs> what the fuck is this? Da, 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 da. and i'm like those were taken years ago how do i know that look on the back of the photograph because they put a date <laughs> every time they do and they day. did <laughs> thank god <laughs> thank god i mean didn't really matter in the end <laughs> right <laughs> probably no. would have just shortened up as, some of that marriage as you said your first wife <laughs> my first wife second wife is you know it's a little too hot a little too cold just perfect just it right is. and that's who astrid is yeah. uh i read the most insane article 
and I found it hard to believe when I saw it first. Uh, I think I was flipping through TikTok or something. But then I dug into it, and it's true. Do you remember we used to go to Clear Channel? Yes. On minutes of sleep, <laughs> smelling like a brewery. Uh, yes. Powder still hanging out of our nostrils. Oh, yeah. We used to, but, but by the way... W- Everyone at, else was too. At least we got minutes of sleep. <laughs> yes. There's some of those sales managers got no sleep right. for weeks on end. Yes. They were getting a little weird toward the, Everybody hit the coffee. Yeah, they were a little coffee weird toward, thing in the, toward the afternoon. That's right. Everyone was hitting the coffee. It was just the way that the business worked. And then everybody would be out drinking at five o'clock that day or yeah, four. Four <laughs> noon. <laughs> that tech guy would be out of the strip club That's at right. like ten thirty a.m. Yep. You'd be like, "Hey, my computer's <laughs> broken." <laughs> I'll be back at three thirty after the shrimp and dip special over there at the local shoe show. <laughs> so everybody just got hammered. It was the nature of the business. It was a lot like the restaurant business, only you put on a tie to go to work most days, right? And so we used to work hung over left oh. and right, and it was miserable. It was, it was normal. But it was, it was normal. Just miserable in the first part of the day. Yeah. <laughs> and once you got drunk, drunk it was again. fine. Yeah. Once you drank again. Once you started then. getting the little hair of the dog. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, and, we had, I mean, we're working in the radio. So yeah. there's music and booze. And booze all everywhere. The time. There's yeah. booze in every studio. There's a keg of beer down in the, the music yeah. room. There's, I mean, you don't, it's not, it wasn't frowned upon to drink during. Office hours. No, I mean, no one they rolled a around a margarita machine. I know. They were, that's right. They were rolling around a fucking margarita <laughs> machine. Can you imagine in 2023 I remember an office? Calls and being <laughs> half drunk as I'm talking to. Uh, I remember making a lot of calls. Actually drunk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> totally shit. Clients. Uh, it's like that. What is that? Uh, we work. Remember we work. Yes. Remember that movie where they just, just spent the entire time just getting drunk and mm-hmm. doing drugs. That was a lot like our adventure in radio sales. But getting getting drunk, you had to deal with the consequences the next day, and that was working hungover. You just did mm-hmm. it. You just powered through. But one nurse in Germany took this further. He took this further, and he didn't want to work during his hangover. He wanted to take a nap. He was so hungover that he needed to take a nap. But he was being bothered by the patients who were critically ill in in his <laughs> oh ward. God. So what he did was just give everybody a little extra sedative, a little extra morphine, oh, a little extra Xanax. Everybody pass out. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Listen. <laughs> you better shut up. Uh, he just was drugging them. That's what he was doing. Yeah. He was drugging them so they'd fall asleep so he could fall asleep. And two of the patients died. Yes, I two know. Two of the patients That's died awful. because this motherfucker couldn't deal with the hangover. You can't deal with the hangover. First of all, you're a nurse. You got the yeah. access to the best drugs in the world. You're hungover. Give yourself a <laughs> shot of something. Right? Am I right? Got a Vicodin That's or true. two. That's yeah, true. just let it roll. You got so like, don't you have But also, to- don't be a nurse. Don't be a nurse. <laughs> Go to radio sales. Yeah, radio sales. Go to the bar. <laughs> Come to the commercial break. We take you. Yeah, yeah. We're happy anybody works for us. <laughs> the just like I I don't know I'm like I'm having a hard time wrapping my head around this. How you're so hungover that you kill people? Yeah, I'm sure it was an accident. I'm sure it was. I don't think anybody. I don't think this. No, I don't know I, the guy. I think yeah, yeah it but was I think it was an accident. accident. He sounds apologetic. Doesn't really mean much when <laughs> people are dead. But God. that's unbelievable. How just like. Yeah, I don't he know. Really just took irresponsible. To... He took it to another level. Mm-hmm. He, he, and again, call in sick. Call in sick, and you have <laughs> access to some of the best drugs in the world. Don't they still have liquid cocaine around? Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I think they really monitor all that stuff now, though. The, nah, like, it's Germany. You... <laughs> they don't do that. They're so those Germans. By the way, we have a lot of German, a lot of German listeners, and so I will say, I love, love, love my German listeners, and I love the culture, and it's a beautiful place. I've been there. It's beautiful. But too. they have zero hangups about anything. Mm-hmm. They party hard. They drink hard. They drug hard. They club hard. They fuck hard. I mean, they do a lot yeah. of stuff. Full bore, hundred and ten percent. Right? True. And so you, I, I'm sure that they have some kind of drug monitoring program over there. Yeah. But you know, is someone going to fault you for stealing? You know, <laughs> taking a few extra hits of liquid grade cocaine? No. <laughs> All you got to say is, it's either that or I kill somebody. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's either hey, that hey, or they die. There you go. Yeah. 
<laughs> and then, you know, smooth things over a little bit with your boss or call in sick like every other human being does. We know. I know for a fact. And let me explain. When I'm hungover, the only time that I really call in sick to work is when I'm just having one of those days. I can't do it today, right? Mm -hmm. Or I'm horribly, horribly sick because, I mean, my job doesn't require much. It requires me getting on the microphone and talking or picking up the phone and and calling. Or I will call in sick, have called in sick because I am that hungover that I cannot bring myself to get up and shower. Yeah, just deal and I remember when we worked at that damn fucking sales place, we, Chrissy, I can remember at, at least five occasions, just right off the top of my head when I was thinking about this, where you and I rolled straight from the bar into work. Yeah. Like there was zero sleep involved. Mm-hmm. We just went, we went bar, 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 <laughs> after party, my house, call D, go to work. <laughs> Morning meeting. <laughs> Morning meeting. And then... Uh, I'll, I'll, I've got to get out and go see clients. Yeah, I got to go see clients. I would go straight home to nap. It's straight home. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was the best thing about and then show back up later oh, in the yeah. day. Show back up. Had later a great the... day. Talk to a bunch of I people. I was at meeting. It was great. It was, it's great. Fantastic. They want to buy. They're not going to buy now. They're right. They, but they're going to buy soon. <laughs> Who'd you talk to? Can't remember. New guy. New dude. There was no one else in the office. No one else saw me. But the new dude. Can't remember his name. But he's going to pass it along to his boss. I got the proposal out there. They're ready to sign <laughs> any day so now. Because it's true. It's so true. I was managing some of those people, and I knew exactly what they were doing. And they'd come back in and be like, how'd your meeting? Oh, it was good. But, you know, they're not ready to buy now, but they're really interested. They really like the <laughs> I'm gonna interactive put a pr- service. Proposal together. I'm going to put a proposal together, <laughs> and I'm going to send it off. Great. Who'd you meet with over there? Uh, Dan? <laughs> I didn't know there was a Dan working over there. Brand new. Brand new guy. <laughs> Why were you going for four hours? Traffic. <laughs> Traffic. Traffic here is awful. That's right. And I mean, I do have to say, in, in some instances where I actually did go to far away meetings, yeah. it, it would take place. Sure. I remember driving my car using my own gas to drive like an hour and a half oh, yeah. to some little Rinky-dink. tire store. Yeah, to the laundry mat. <laughs> yeah fucking Forsyth County. That was advertising County. somewhere, so we knew they had advertising money. Yeah. <laughs> Go there for that $300 ad buy. Right. I mean, what a joke that place was, honestly. Ever, it's like... Uh, it was like a multi-level marketing, really, it honestly because, was. because yeah. if you weren't in on the ground, if you were new... If you were new, you were fucked. Yeah, because all the make good accounts money. were taken. That's right. You're going to spend all the money trying to make money. But if you were in on the ground yeah, floor, 1965, you're making a million dollars. Right. People yeah. made bank. They did. <laughs> because And they got the margarita machine right uh-huh. to their debt, next to their desk, along with the fax machine that would just send in orders left and right. Yes. Meanwhile, everybody else is fighting for scraps. They're down at the laundromat in Forsyth, hungover. And their boss is calling them. Where are you? <laughs> Talking to Dan. That's right. And and by the way, the second you walked into that place, it was as if you had stepped into Spain. You want to know why? Siesta from noon to three. Yes. Go in that office from noon to three. See if anybody was there. No, it was a ghost. Ghost, ghost town. town. Made worse by the managers who would be like, you got to be out in the street. Get out there and make meetings. <laughs> I don't have and if, any. It, if it was like the a beautiful spring day too, oh, yeah. oh, oh everybody yeah, was out Chrissy. drinking on patios. That's right. <laughs> I mean, where's everybody? <laughs> Hello, it's Monday at two thirty. <laughs> the janitor's walking by, like haven't seen them since nine a.m. <laughs> Happens every every day the sun's out and it's 70 degrees, I've noticed. <laughs> I remember I moved to another sales organization and the same thing, this girl that was mentoring me. I mean, we got in her she had a convertible BMW. Is this the same girl you yes. went to Hotel Impossible with? You're selling yes. SEO services? Yes. <laughs> she would come pick me up. Like, beep, beep. And I'd jump in the car. She'd drop the top. We'd head straight to 10 Lizzie's. <laughs> for, 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 it's 2.30 for in the Yeager, afternoon For Jägermeister shots <laughs> Jägermeister shots Oh my god, it's the worst oh, Yeah, that's the that's a, And the thing about sales is You really have to be a self-starter <laughs> you Right? Do. You can't Like, you can't rest on your laurel No one's gonna hand it to you Unless you just get one of those Cush sales jobs That everybody wants your, your product But most sales jobs Especially ones that are You know, when you're a beginner Intermediate you seller You have to really work for it You really have to work for it And guess what? I got news for you about human beings in general. Most of them don't want to work at all. 
let alone work hard. I remember getting a couple of good accounts finally after working so hard, getting a couple of good accounts. Then I was like, yeah, Phew. yeah, like, I don't know. I, don't, I wasn't in the office yeah. for a while. She got then, a couple of great accounts and then when you're when you do have some success that everybody lets you do whatever you want, whatever you want, whatever, whatever you want. <laughs> serious. And so between the new people who showed up at like 7.45 in the morning, but were gone by 11.45 to go take their nap or whatever they were doing, go run their errands for the day. It was pick up dry cleaning. Yeah, I'm going to pick up dry cleaning. I'm going to go to the grocery store, go home, feed the cat, watch prices Right. I'll be back at 3. <laughs> That's exactly That's exactly right. what she would do. <laughs> it, was a, it was work at home before work at home was a thing, right? And by the way, no one was working at home no. at all. Yeah, you couldn't get a hold of these people. I was in a meeting. I was in a meeting. It was a great meeting. Yeah, what'd you sell? Well, nothing yet, but it's a good prospect. They're super interested. Put that on my projection. <laughs> That's a projection. What's the name of that shop? Uh, laundry Matt. <laughs> Fast Laundry? Where's that located? Not sure. <laughs> really far away. Conyers. Yeah. Then they could bring their expense reports in. It'd be like $500 for meals with pretend clients. <laughs> Hey, which, who did you take out to Kroger for $163? <laughs> oh, we got some wine and cheese. We went to the park. It was unbelievable. Sales is a constantly, and this, and the job of sales is a constantly fascinating thing to me because I've, I've been, is. was in it for so long. And I know the lay of the land and the tricks of the trade. I managed salespeople. I was a salesperson. You know, it's just such an interesting thing. So I, Six months ago, we found this guy who was doing sales training at the very base level, right? At the very base level. Talking about like cold calling, setting appointments, you know, pressuring people to close on stuff they didn't need. His name was Paul Cruz, and we had such a great time with him, and we never got back to him. We had a bunch of material, but we never got back to him. So I thought as we are, you know. Easing back into season four. Episode four into (laughs) season number four of 4,000 episodes we're going to do. That we should go back and revisit Paul Cruz's sales agency. What do you think? I I think that you're correct. Okay, Paulie P, show me what you got. I was strolling on the internet. As you do. As I do like to do. Hey, everybody out there in the podcast universe, it's time for the dreaded commercial break inside the commercial break. It's season number four. You've heard it all before, so let's get to it quickly. You can text us or leave us a voicemail at 1-855-TCB-8383. Questions, comments, concerns, or content ideas, send them to 855-TCB-8383 toll-free from anywhere in the world. Visit our website, tcbpodcast.com, to listen to any of the audio, watch any of the video, or send us a message. Hit the Contact Us button. Instagram and TikTok at the commercial break. And now YouTube videos the same day they air on the audio feed, they'll air youtube.com slash the commercial break. Chrissy and I are very grateful every time you choose to listen to the commercial break. If you're ever in the market for our sponsors, products, or services, all we ask is that you use the specialized URLs or codes. Thanks again for being part of the TCB family. Now let's hear from those sponsors and we'll be back to this episode of the commercial break. And here we go. We're going to go back to the Paul Cruz sales agency and find out. Look at that branding. Yeah, he's I know. Done. He's actually, wow. yeah, he's actually stepped it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. He's got this whole YouTube channel. And you know what? I, I don't know, Paul. Seems like a perfectly lovely human being, by the way. Perfectly lovely human being. And people comment on his stuff all the time. Great sales information. And I'm like, is he watching the same video that I'm watching? <laughs> now, granted. Say uh, Paul is out there doing sales right now, and I am not. So for that, yes. I have to give – he's probably making a lot more money than we'll ever make here on the <laughs> yes, commercial break doing whatever he's doing. Sure. So, But I just find Paul's style to be very funny, and I love watching it. And Paul here is going to give us the tripod of consultative sales. Are oh, you ready? Sweet. Okay. I don't know how landscaping is consultative sales, but let's, let's take a look <laughs> at Paul and see what he has to say here. Where sales happen. Okay, all right. There's a lot of books out there about psychology of selling and the psychology of this and blah, 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 blah. I'm a- There's a lot of blah, folks out there blah, that want to tell blah. you all about how to get someone to buy something. Blah, 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 blah. I bring a hammer <laughs> <laughs> and I threaten bodily injury. <laughs> I'll give it to you real. 
I'm gonna tell you what they don't teach you in books or they don't teach you in school. Okay? I call it the tripod. <laughs> Old tripod, Paul. He drew a triangle and he called it a tripod. I don't know why I think that's so funny. There's a lot of books and training and all kind of different stuff. You don't need any of that. You just need Paul Cruz's tripod of sales. Is that a trapezoid? Did you mean to say trapezoid? Okay. You got the the business owner. Let's call it the salesman. Let's right. call it. Let's call it the sales. I really thought this all the way through yet. Yeah, I just yeah. I learned how to draw a triangle yesterday. I find it pretty cool. A lot of this is morning. <laughs> yeah. Let's call this a uh, business owner. <laughs> this is called sales training on the fly. Sales. Okay, so now just to let you know for those of you that are watching at home. sales be at the top? Yeah, sales should be at the top for sure. <laughs> but okay, <laughs> we're getting there. <laughs> at least he's got it on yeah. the triangle. Mm-hmm. The Paul tripod, Cruz, the tripod. Tripod. We, Paul Cruz is in some nondescript room somewhere that looks much like all of the rooms where Chrissy sales. and I worked. Yeah, yeah, the sales room. Sales room where they have random files <laughs> sitting in the corner. <laughs> Right. <laughs> a not a white board, but a paper, but a paper white board that's sitting on an actual tripod of sales. <laughs> and then Paul has has drawn a triangle, and at the top he's putting business owners. At the left side he's putting sales people, and then he's putting sales on the right. So so far I'm completely <laughs> lost. No sales training I've ever been to <laughs> looks like this. But okay. And we had a ton of sales training, I do have to say. That oh was one God. thing. They would, I mean, they had to have spent so much money on was all that these extensive sales, sales training, training. Or was that SM? <laughs> I'm not really sure. <laughs> Fucktwad's in there putting 80 of us in the same room with 80 telephones set up. Go, 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 go! Okay. Now, one of the most powerful things you can do is whether you're cold calling, you're doing texting, you're doing emails, however people communicate. on Pigeons, <laughs> sending things, messaging a bottle. <laughs> However. Rotary telephone. Come on. Me, personally, I like calling people because it's personal, it's intimate, it's real. You get to determine how the conversation goes. Uh, you get they to determine. do, too. Yeah, they do, they too. Yeah, you to, <laughs> I like it intimate. I show over the front door in my banana hammock <laughs> the with eye. a business card. And I said, have you seen my tripod? <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to introduce my tripod of sales. <laughs> this is my left, my right, and my center tripod. <laughs> Let me extend that for you, ma'am. <laughs> you get the best effective engagement because you... Controlled it. Texting, social media, sometimes that gets too impersonal where you're just texting. I'm not saying it doesn't work, but for me personally, I like creating my own engagement because I know where the conversation is going to go. So, but it applies to anything. The first thing you have to... How does he know where the conversation is going to go? No, I think that was a part that I missed in sales training, <laughs> and I probably got wrong a lot, is that I had no control over where the conversation would go. A lot of times I'd get on a cold call. And I'd be like, hey, it's Brian from the radio station. Um, I sell you some internet and stuff like that. And they'd be like, oh, the internet. I've heard about that. And I'd be like, yeah, it's this really cool thing. Have you heard of this website? And by the end of the phone call, I'd have a friend I'm going out for a drink with. Right. But they're not interested in anything I have <laughs> yeah, to say. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that happened. How'd your meeting go? <laughs> Got laid twice. Thanks for asking. <laughs> here's their expense report. <laughs> yeah, here's the expense report. <laughs> we had six shots of Jaeger. <laughs> And I got one of those pay-by-hour motel rooms. Talk to you later. They're going to buy at some point. They're going to buy at some point. Don't you worry. Put that on your projections. Sometimes I'd have projections that rolled over for years. The same account. Someone would come in, they'd hand me their projections. And I'd be like, this has been on here since 2007. It's 2010. Well, I talked to them yesterday, and I'm pretty sure they're getting close to buying. Okay, so you want to move that, and then you'd wait the projections. So people, so the salespeople right. would come in and they'd wait the projections. So let's um, say, you know, laundromat, uh, grocery like store, fifty fifty. Yeah, 
So they say, oh, the laundromat's at 50-50. I put out a proposal, but I don't, I'm not 100% yeah. sure that they're going to buy. So I'm putting it at 50-50. And what would happen is that because there's so, many, there's so much napping going on and no one's actually doing anything, <laughs> is that the projections just would roll over week after week. No one would follow up Correct. or the customer would say no, but they refused to take it off their <laughs> list or tell anybody they said no. Then they hand you their projections or email them to you. And then you'd look and you'd be like, that fucking laundromat's been on there for three years. I'd call them in and I'd be like, hey, what's up with the laundromat? We've had this on there for a long time. And they'd be like, it'd be at 95% ready to close, right? And they'd be like, I think they're so close. I just talked to them yesterday. I'm going to go have another meeting with them in another hour. <laughs> Let's put it up to 97%. And I'd be like, 97%. <laughs> so things would oftentimes get to 99% and then mysteriously drop off. Oh, they said Oh, no. yeah. yeah. And then there were all the uh, projections about projections. I mean, that's all the managers did that's all, all the That's time all we did. That's all I did. meet about projections. That's all I did was go into projection wait, meeting after projection meeting. That's right. <laughs> And honestly, none of us had any idea what we were doing. We were being forced to project things that weren't true. Yes. <laughs> Basically under, <laughs> under direction to just make things look better than they are. <laughs> okay. Is when you call somebody, you always have to consider this. You're calling a business owner. And let's say you're the salesman and the business owner for yourself. Okay, let's. You're the salesman and the business owner uh, for that's yourself. Confusing. I have no idea what he's talking about. He's about to underline. So salesman, business owner. Salesman, business owner. Oh, so now Paul is saying that two of the points of the triangle or the tripod are the same thing: business owner and salesperson. Hmm. How do you sell to yourself? I don't know. I'd buy from me though. Yeah, I would. <laughs> hey, Brian. Hey, buddy. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? Doing real good. You want to buy some internet? Uh, I don't know. I don't think I'm ready for that. What does that entail? Well, I can sell you streaming spots for a dollar a piece, but I'll tell you what, I'll give them to you for free if you just agree to give me 50 bucks so I can tell my boss I sold something. Yeah, I'm not so sure. Come on, man. We're the same person. You can't do that for me? Uh, I don't know. $50 is a lot of money, and I don't really believe in the internet. I think it's a fad that's going away. You're probably right, but we got to sell anyway. So just give me 50 bucks, write the goddamn check, and let's get out of here. No, I'm not so sure. Fine, I'll go back to your boss. <laughs> hey, Brian. Hey, buddy, it's me. I just wanted to come give you my projections. Okay, what's going on? Well, I talked to myself, and uh, I can't get that 50 bucks in streaming. Well, that really sucks. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure they're going to buy. It's just going to be next week. <laughs> so let's move it up to 99.997%. Well, it's already at 99.97%. Let's move it up to 99.978%, if you don't mind. Is that okay? Yeah, sounds good to me. You're in charge. Well, you're really in charge, because I'm talking to myself. <laughs> well, thanks, Brian. I appreciate it. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. <laughs> You have to understand that when you're co-calling businesses, they need to know that not only they're a business owner, but they're customers. And you have to make sure that you let them know that you know you're a business owner and you are a customer, right? And the next thing you... Totally confused. <laughs> I mean, I guess maybe he's saying that, like, you like, run your own business, like yeah, your book of business. Yeah, you're trying to find uh, some common ground. Yeah. <laughs> We're both sleeping with the same woman. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I, I guess I'll buy some internet. Thanks, buddy. Uh, yeah, there, he's trying to say, like, you are the customer and the salesperson. You could be the customer. I don't know. It sounds really ethereal for a sales call. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it sounds pretty spiritual. I feel like I'm at a tantra conference. <laughs> Tell them, miss, listen, I don't know about you, Mr. Customer, but Paul Cruz, I pay for value. I just don't like to get ripped off. I don't like to overpay. Do you feel the same way? When they say yes, what did they just do? Wait, he said, I, I like to overpay? Uh, he said, I don't like to overpay, but he said, I pay for volume? Value. Oh, value. <laughs> I thought he said, I do like to overpay. <laughs> because remember that. last time we talked to Paul Cruz <laughs> and he was <laughs> he was telling the guy, I'm not the cheapest. As a matter of fact, I'm probably the most expensive. But yeah, that's true. <laughs> they just, without knowing, they just bought you. They bought me. And I'll give you an example. I called the guy this morning, the guy that, you know, the high, that runs the state buildings all over the state. He runs the state buildings? <laughs> he, he runs the state buildings. He runs the state buildings all over, all the, over state. the state. You know that guy. Hey, my name is Groucho, and I run all the state buildings. 
You know me. I'm a state building guy. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? What is this guy talking about? He runs all the state buildings. You know that guy. Really? I do know that guy, actually. <laughs> that runs all the state buildings? All the state buildings. He's in charge of all the state mm-hmm. buildings. He called me. He's like the governor of buildings. <laughs> right. Back. This is the head guy. The guy. And he said, man, I like your pitch. But I know if he was. I think he said, I like your dick, Paul. <laughs> Get your ears cleaned out. The individual business owner, I would have got that deal. We would probably have 10 buildings today. I have confidence in that. But at the end is you always want to convey to your customer that you understand their customers and that you're a customer. And your job is to help them do what? Generate sales, right? And who are those salespeople? Or who are those sales for the customer? business owners oh my god oh my god this is like it's all overlapping with everything i read the bhagwan vita and i think it was less complicated (laughs) than this (laughs) this is crazy well i mean he does a good job of writing drawing triangles think about it i'll give you an example Let's say you're networking, you go into a network, and let's say, for me, I used to use golf as an example. So let's say you meet with somebody, and they like golf, and you like golf. Now you start to talk about something in common, right? <laughs> golf. <laughs> That's called being a human, Paul. <laughs> That's how you interact with other people. I've only been the devil for like 3,000 million years, but whatever. <laughs> they like golf. Let's you say like- you find something in common with somebody. Now you've sold them. <laughs> They've already bought from you. You know what I'm saying? I'm in jail. You're in jail. <laughs> we got something in common. <laughs> On business, you know what are the seven pillars we talk about? We talk about leads, sales, sales process, salespeople. Multi-cash I can't remember the rest. <laughs> I can't remember. That's four of the seven. I'll get back to you later. <laughs> yeah, we talk about seven. There's this. Every that, time we that. talk about seven, I only remember four. <laughs> and they're salespeople, sales training, sales process, sales nap. The sales nap. Sales happy hour. <laughs> the seven pillars of sales. <laughs> sales called the D. <laughs> <laughs> to wake you up. Uh, annual revenue, profits, and right? we all have that common. So we talk about that. Talk about something that you have in common, not something that you're going to disagree with right away. Now, what you may disagree with is how to go about it. That's different. That could be solved. But you want to have something in common. So when you talk to a prospect and you tell them, listen, I understand you get a lot of these calls. I respect that. I'll be brief and to the point. You 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 in with them. I'm a business owner. I get these calls all the time. You you basically close it the second you say, I know you get a lot of calls. Are you ready to sign? <laughs> you close them. You got them. That's it. That's all you gotta say. Let's go play golf. Yeah. Paul Cruz sales agency. <laughs> Ring me up another sale. What the fuck is he talking about? I love you, Paul. I love you. I, I love you. I love you. He's believing everything he is saying, and he's got his tie on. He's ready to do you, there's Listen, you got to give it to Paul. He's out there. He's making content. Regardless of whether or not he knows what he's talking about, he's just bowling forward as if he does. You got to give it to him. Yeah. It takes balls. Got to make yourself in their shoes. Those who don't coach. Right, right. And when you tell them, listen, you're a customer like me, I buy, you buy, all the BS objections they may have is just gone. You just do the razzle-dazzle where you tell them, I'm you, you're me, I'm going to go over to your side of the table, sign the contract, (laughs) and then you come over to my side of the table, celebrate the sale, it's done, we're good, right? (laughs) You had objections. (laughs) But I overcame them by saying, I know you get a lot of these phone calls, so I'll be brief. Sign here. Sign here. Wait, I'll sign here, because I'm you and you're me. But I'm going to sign in your name. Is that okay? 
Just come. And here, I'm going to help you there. And that's what we did. I cold called you. We met twice. We signed the deal. I'm here. Three deals and another one coming that he's out there doing right now. Now, I don't have nothing to do with that. Do you guys do it? But the mindset, the, the attitude that you guys developed within that allowed you to open that door, right? So, they're all business owners, just like you are, just like I am. <laughs> Tripod. Bang, bang, bang. Tripod. Tripod. <laughs> Is the- <laughs> Sold. Is the- Wait. Wait. <laughs> Another sale. <laughs> Sorry, Chrissy. I'm just ringing up the sales over here. Is the tripod? Is the tripod sitting on the pillars? Of course it is. <laughs> I just sold you. I just, all your objections are gone. Go. <laughs> I think. I think in another. <laughs> I guess I'm I can't either. This I, is think, I think in another. Uh, video that we reviewed he did talk about signing the customer's name yes he did remember signing the customer's name no he totally he talked he about did. can we can you sign it and we'll and we'll put it on reserve right. like a layaway program so i can tell my boss i sold something but you don't have to pay me until you're ready you tell me when to go i mean technically you're legally bound to the contract but i promise pinky swear that I won't send it in until you're ready or I'm about to get fired. Right. One of the two. Because <laughs> yeah. he's always in a different environment, too. I, know. I think he doesn't well, move from like, place Paul to place. Paul is a true contract salesperson. <laughs> he doesn't care what he's selling. No. Because he's got this tri- <laughs> trifecta of sales or whatever he's doing over here. Where the business people are owners and the owner people are salespeople. And I'm not really sure. Everyone's all everybody. Boom, 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 boom. boom. Tripod. Honestly, uh, let's listen to the rest of the video. But I'd like to, there's going to be a test on this afterwards. We're going to find out exactly what you learned. Okay. That's the psychology. Now, we're going to get. That's the psychology? Okay. You got this? Does it make sense? All right. Okay, now we're going to go into this. If it doesn't, I'm ready to erase it. Yeah, now I'm about to show you the. Octagon of sales. <laughs> There's three steps to selling anybody. You don't need to know a lot of rebuttals. You don't need to know a lot of sales techniques. You need to know three powerful techniques. Thank you for listening. Oh my God, it just ended like that? What? <laughs> I thought we were about to actually learn something. That is insane. Okay, honest question. Off. Yeah, just cut off, by the way. That was the end of the video. <laughs> Horrible editing there. Yeah. He's got a great intro, and, and you know he paid for that. Like, that must have been expensive, that intro and outro. Listen, we still can't get an intro and outro here at the commercial break. This guy's got one. But let me ask you, did you learn a fucking thing on that video? No. Was there anything that you took away from there that would help you sell? No. When you go back to sales after this job eventually ends. <laughs> that is the only industry that would yeah. take me. The commercial break also has a, yeah, that is, because they'll take anybody. they're so desperate for yeah. people. <laughs> I've seen guys selling multi-million dollar sales <laughs> solutions with tattoos on their face. They don't give a shit. It's yeah. Like, bus boys and salespeople. We'll yep. take warm bodies anywhere. Yep. We know that eight out of ten aren't going to work anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Just hire, hire ten so we can get to the two really quickly. But let me ask you, well, you know, we, have a tr- we also have a tripod <laughs> over here at the commercial break. It's called Bad Content, <laughs> No Listeners. Angry advertising. No advertising. Yeah. <laughs> but sale, sale another sale. Sold. All objections are gone. <laughs> I love Paul. Aww. We'll get back to him. I promise. Yeah, that's crazy how it ended there. That's funny. I mean, he was just getting into the the yeah. meat. I'll see if I can find the second part of the video. <laughs> There's, There's gotta three. be, right? Yeah. Bing. Bing. <laughs> There's gotta be another part of that video, yes, right? Yes. Okay. I'll see if I can find it. Uh, bad editing on his part, bad choosing on my part. I should have <laughs> stopped that a couple seconds before he started talking about part number two. But what do you expect? I've got the trifecta of bad content here. Yeah. Brian, Chrissy, and the camera. Yes. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You want to talk to us live in the studio? You have an Ask TCB question. You have advice. You want to find out more about us? You just want to hear your own voice on a podcast? 775 TCB Live, 775 TCB Live, Tuesday through Thursday, noon to 5 p.m. Give us a call. If we're in the mood answering a phone call, we'll answer it. That's how it goes. 
If not, you can leave us a message. Or if you'd like to text us comments, questions, concerns, or content ideas, 855-TCB-8383. That's 855-TCB-8383. We'd love to hear from you. So many of you texting and calling and we just love it. We love it. Keep it coming. Yes. Review us on your favorite podcast player, please. Just do us that favor. At the commercial break on Instagram, TCB Live on TikTok. And now, the day that it airs on the audio feed, our videos are ready for you. So if you're one of those people that got upset that you know the videos were three weeks behind, no longer. The same time that they air on the audio feed, they air on the video feed. So if you want to watch a particular episode, you can do that at youtube.com slash the commercial break. YouTube.com slash the commercial break or hashtag TCB podcast. You put that into the search function, it'll bring up everything that we do. Oh, yeah, look and at this. And look, we, we're sending out uh, our first batch of stickers. We got stickers and postcards on the way, and yep. we sent a personalized note to everybody who yep. asked for it. So God bless you. You want your sticker? You know, Astrid came in here with the stack and was like, hey, can you sign these? I was like, what? We actually had people that wanted them. Oh, yeah. We had a lot. <laughs> I just got four requests okay. yesterday alone. Fantastic. So there you go. TCB Podcast. Hit the Contact Us button. Give us your address and your name, and we'll send you a sticker and a personalized note with an autograph that will never be worth anything. Okay, there you go. All right, I guess that's all I can do for today, Chrissy. I think so. I would say I love you. I love you. Best to you. Best to you. And best to you out there in the podcast universe. Until next time, Chrissy and I always say, we do say, and we must say, goodbye. I don't care about your colostomy bag. Yeah, he's in like serious shit. Well, yeah, apparently not really. He's just like, he lost his nursing license and he might have to spend a court. Yeah, he might have to spend a couple years in jail, but a couple years in jail. It's like you kill somebody because of a hangover, you go to jail forever. Yeah. My opinion. Anyway. Yes. But those Germans, they're weird over there. <laughs> Hi, Germany. Love our fans over there. But y'all are weird. You have a lot of sex hangups. Actually, you're totally liberated I was sexually. Say, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're just weird more. socially. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>